Max. This is off the rails. Oh my goodness. You can't just kick off a podcast with, with bone deafening laughter. And your pop filter fell off. My bad. This thing is uh, being a little wonky. You told me to buy it though, so what the fuck? You know what? Thanks to our Patreon subscribers at Thought Junkie or Patreon.com forward slash Thought Junkie mm. for, for supporting this shitty equipment. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's, it's spectacular. Welcome, what can I say? Welcome to episode two of season two of the Thought Junkie podcast. Yes. I am Nick. <laughs> I'm Max. And thank you for sharing some of your time with us. Well, and welcome to Thought Junkie Off the Rails, because Max chose the topic for this week, and I am beyond excited to hear what he has to say. <laughs> so basically, uh, <clears throat> I got a text from Nick about 30 minutes ago saying, uh, hey, you want to record a podcast tonight? Okay, that's not how this went. Yeah, I'm going to out you for this. <laughs> and... Uh, and then I was like, for sure. And then I come downstairs and he's in my kitchen and he's like, we're going to talk about social media. I was like, ah, it's kind of boring. Like a bunch of random, like couple white dudes talk about that on every podcast. Okay. So like, let's talk about horses. So here we are talking about fine equines. Makes it sound like you want to stick your dick in a horse, dog. Huh? Makes it sound like you want to stick your dick in a horse. Fine equines. Yeah, this is, you know what? Sidebar. This is a very strange angle because I can only see half of your face. It's probably for the best. Yeah, a little bit. So we're talking horses today of all types, mm-hmm. all shapes, all sizes. Yes. We're talking about the southern horses, the northern horses, the horses that you put planks of wood on when you're sawing them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, more, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, horses have multiple different definitions. Right, that's true. You can talk about the horses in an engine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can talk about your throat and if it feels horse. Oh, this may this may not be the so shitty after game all. Horse. Oh, that that too. Unless it's called pig. I know. I used to play pig as a kid. Yeah, that's because you were garbage. Okay. Yes. Unrelated though. You know, <laughs> s- small backstory. I did used to play basketball as a kid. I was never good because. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> uh, I want to say, like, look at me, but we're on a podcast, uh, so that doesn't work. But Look at me. I mean, as a kid, I didn't hit my growth spurt till probably after middle school. It's so, like early high school, like end of middle school. And I used to play, like, in middle school. So I was a short kid. I was an unathletic kid. I had big-ass glasses. And uh, I, was, I, was, I was just not a good athlete all around. And it was... That I, I was put in basketball, and I was told to stand below the hoop and keep my hands up, and that was it, and that was my job, and that's all I know about basketball now. So now that he's done with his fucking sob story, let's talk about some horses, bro. Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, yeah, because <laughs> the people want to hear about horses, Max, so please take it away. It's a great idea. All right, so, Nick, when I say a horse's name, I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to mind, Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to play a little association game here. Great. I was actually doing this earlier today, so let, let, let's do it. Okay. Clydesdale. It's beer. Nice. Thank you. Arab. Middle East. <laughs> Spanish. We. Oui. Oh, wait, no. Wait, fuck that. <laughs> Motherfucker, that's French. We. Oui. <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> I mean, if you were riding a Spanish war horse, you might say we. <laughs> for, for reference, we used to record Thought Junkie at the top of the morning. Now it's kind of like, oh, you know, there's like, we have an hour left in the day. We can squeeze in an episode. Like, we don't block out time for this shit anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, we're running on fumes, and now let's talk about horses for an hour. <laughs> and here we are. That's, and you guys are listening. That's exactly to what this is. Um, so... <laughs> You were saying, are, are we still doing this association I, I think thing? we could do a few more. Okay. Um, thoroughbred. Butterscotch. <laughs> Why butterscotch? I don't know. I always picture them as like butterscotch colors. <laughs> a thoroughbred? Yeah. What are butterscotch colors? Like, like you know, that, that kind of caramely brown color? Like caramely brown? Yeah, it's like a color of butterscotch. Like a candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, like what your like grandma has in like her purse, you know? Like old people candy? Nah, my grandma don't got them shits in her purse. <laughs> like 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 Werther's originals, you know? Oh yeah, like that Pennsylvania shit. Yeah, kinda like that. Okay. 
Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess th- those are caramels. Werther's are, are caramels, but same yeah. kind of idea. Like, I like old saying. people, like that like, color, though, right? Yeah, kind okay, of similar. All right, all right. Yeah. I, anyway, really, that's interesting because when I think of a thoroughbred, I think of like a muscular brown horse. Is that what I'm supposed to say from now on? Am I supposed no, to describe no, the horse? Just, we're having a, a nice rapport about like the association between, for you, thoroughbreds and, okay. and pocket candies. Yeah. <laughs> and for me. Okay. It's, I, not, it's not just pocket candy. They're, also, <laughs> they're oftentimes found in purses or small decorative bowls. Okay. All right. Well, anyways. <laughs> you, were, you were saying? I just, I find that interesting that you associate that. Well, well here, hit me with another one then. We'll, we'll, we'll see where we land. Okay. Um, now I really need to get into the, uh, you're digging into the reserves here. A nag. My mother. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you know what a nag looks like? God, no. Okay. It's a very scrawny horse. I mean, it's also called a nag. Guess where I'm getting all these from too. These are all the Red Dead Redemption horses. (laughs) This ain't, this ain't knowledge in the bank. This is (laughs) ditch. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, get, get your nag over here. On, on a slight offshoot, have you seen the, the video on Twitter of, I think, the voice actor for Dutch and Arthur doing a back and forward and how Dutch is telling Arthur? He's, 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 yes, yes, I have seen this. For, for those of you who haven't heard it, it's it's uh, <laughs> Dutch telling Arthur that he's uh, waking up the O'Driscolls. So he's learned the o- O'Driscolls. No, no, the Pinkertons. Sorry, Pinkertons. <laughs> of their location because the, the clap of his ass cheeks. God damn it, Arthur. Could you please try to keep it down? Oh, Dutch, I'm trying to sneak. But I'm dummy thick and the clap from my ass cheeks keeps alerting the Pinkertons. Hey, is that Arthur's big ass out here? Oh, great. Now you got him going, too. It is It it's, is it's a play loud. on, what is it, uh, Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, yeah, the it's snake the dummy one. thick video. Yeah. We will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll toss in the... Right there, over Max's cough. We're going to toss yeah. in that clip. That's good. You know... Uh, you should also put in the snake, like, alert sound where it's like... Wah. With the fucking exclamation point. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking humor you there. <laughs> if I'm gonna spend time editing this, you're you're getting your own sounds. <laughs> you're gonna make all your own sound effects for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think you want that. Max, what, what does a horse sound like? I could not tell you right now, to be honest. <laughs> I have no idea what a horse sounds like. I was really hoping you give me with the with, with that with that meow. Yeah. All right, so my computer just yelled at us for, for overloading the audio system. Uh, did it really? Yeah, it did. Like, 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 there was one moment where it went from, hey, guys, you're doing great, to, oh, fuck, it's red. Oh, fuck, it's red. <laughs> it was just a streak. It's like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so Please, no more. So, Max, I believe uh, horses are on your mind because you had a run-in with a horse the other day. A, a, a giant horse. <laughs> Do tell. No, I'd like you for you to tell the story. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, so so for those of you who don't know, um, which is probably most of you, yeah, we are we go to college in the Grand Rapids area. Grand Rapids is in the west side of Michigan. Michigan's the place with the lakes. Um, <laughs> yeah, give or take. Well, it's actually the place that doesn't have the lakes because it's the land between all the lakes. But yeah, it has the lakes. Okay, okay. keep right. going. Yeah, Mister Illinois didn't want to take that away from you. Um, yeah, <laughs> so. Basically, there's this place around here called Frederick Meyer Gardens. Yeah. And um, they have a giant uh, bronze horse the, there. The, the gardens are like, like this big botanical garden place. It also features like art and stuff. Anyways, um, <laughs> this bronze horse stands in the middle of a garden. And Nick's very upset right now. He's, no, I'm not. He's not, not satisfied with the way I've been treating him. Do you blame me? But... Uh, <laughs> Don't make me do another Sasha skit. <laughs> Keep going. I want to hear about the horse. So this bronze horse stands in the middle of the park, and um, it just happens to have balls on it, just because I guess the artist wanted to make it realistic. No, not just balls, like the whole the whole shoot like, shebang. Like on God, them <laughs> they're like yoga ball size to us because the horse is like forty feet tall. Yeah. So unfortunately for the horse, they were in my reaching distance 
So naturally, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. You, you say that like the horse put them in your distance, <laughs> like the horse, like yo, I'm gonna let these fuckers hang. <laughs> hey, bro, that's, that's not my problem. So, all right. Anyways, uh, my dad, <coughs> being the splendid gentleman he is, says, "Hey, I'm gonna take a video. I want you to go smack that horse on the balls." <laughs> Yeah. So naturally, I go, of course. <laughs> so, so my father's taking a video, and he says, he goes, you think you're the big cabayo hanging out around here? You get smacked in the nuts. And as soon as he says smacked in the nuts, I look like Aaron Gordon in the dunk contest jumping up there to, like, smack this horse's balls <laughs> and drop down and run away with him. I feel like that video is almost like virtual Christmas card material. Just like a continuing gif? Yeah. L- l- like, come Christmas time, you can send it to all your relatives and be like, hey, remember this gem? And it's just like, you smacking that horse's nuts. <laughs> Dog, the sound that it made. Would... So, I didn't realize this is hollow bronze. Yeah. So, I like smacked the hell out of this horse's balls. And unfortunately, they didn't weld like a separate chamber where the balls would be. There's like, a, a, there must be an area for the sound to travel up into the horse because I'm pretty sure the sound came out of its nostrils. Because <laughs> I, I smacked this horse on the balls. It sounds like a gong. And then I run out underneath its face and it was like, <laughs> Okay, it's realistic though. Because yeah. I, 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 I mean like, when, when, when you get kicked in the balls, dog, and again, a note for, for people who haven't experienced this because of their gender. When you get hit in the balls, it's a full body experience. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not something that, that stays in the balls. It That's travels true. through your nostrils. That's true. On the highest of keys. But 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 the beauty is that I, I think the horse was structurally made. and like In your words, there is no ball chamber that is separate from the rest of the horse. Yes. Uh, so that it was a full body experience. Absolutely. And, and I won't lie, when I saw the video, I could have swore that there were bystanders. So people there, are hurt. There actually was a, uh, a family of, uh, I believe they were probably Chinese tourists because one of them was wearing a Taiwan shirt, but yeah. they, they weren't speaking English. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they could have been Taiwanese, obviously. But anyways, they were standing there taking pictures of them under the horse. And in the background of one of their photos, perhaps, there is a large Puerto Rican gentleman smacking a horse on the nuts. It's, it's, it's you just, like, palming these these nuts like it's a fucking basketball. I, I literally look like LeBron chasing down Iguodala in Game 7. Like, if we were to, like, pull out LeBron and Photoshop him into that picture, we'd, he'd have just a full hand yeah, of, of horse nuts. Yes. I glassed the shit out of that horse's balls. Can you put that on your resume? <laughs> Is willing to glass equines in the testicles. Okay, this might be a small offshoot, but I I was thinking about this the other day because it's, you know, being college students, we have to think about resumes and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. What, I was always told that the most effective resume, you know, you get three seconds to make an impression, right? Yeah. And so, so what can you put on your resume to make your name stick? First Mm -hmm. of all, I think being a, you know, having an affection for horse nuts boldly stated on, on, on your resume will make, will make, give you a strong impression, but can I give you a real world application? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'm working on a project with one of the professors here at our university where I'm helping him write a book, right? It's right. about a South African King. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so he, uh, he is, we, we, I've talked with him. I've actually interviewed the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he, in his email correspondence, he, will email back like me and my partner. He's like, Hey, no, I appreciate your contribution to telling my story. When your professor comes over the summer, I'm going to start the paperwork to make you. And, and again, this is me and my partner. Yeah. Official Dukes and Duchesses of the Embo nation. I'm like, first of all, Holy fuck. <laughs> Second of all, I'm like, I need that paperwork ASAP so <laughs> I can put that on my resume. What if that, <laughs> The Duke of the Embo Nation. Yeah, so 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 it's, it's gonna say, Nick, Duke does of the Embo Nation. Does Embo mean something? No, I feel like we like. Embo was definitely a word our like freshman year of college. Oh, it totally was, but I'm not gonna tell you what it means. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> then, then you're gonna make fun of me. No, tell me. All right, it stands for Eat My Booty Out. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yes. So E M B O Eat My Booty Out, uh, which again. 
we, we had declared Nick e- was the best embo on the freshman hall. Oh, thank you. Uh, we, we we did declare what embo meant before I get I got started on this project, so it just kind of lined up perfectly. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but again, the the takeaway is is I want Duke of the Embo Nation below my name because mm. who's who's gonna say no to a Duke when they're applying for you know absolutely whatever job? Yes, I do challenge you to think of a better way that you can make a good impression on your resume. But I do believe you're gonna fail no, no matter what you choose. That's crazy. I'm sick of you getting off like this. Getting off horse nuts. I see where your mind's at today. All right, Embo. <laughs> okay, that was uncalled for. <laughs> you're insulting my culture. <laughs> my my people's culture so so we will extend the invitation if anyone out there you know uh, soundcloud twitter wants to give us a better way that we can spice up our resumes we'll we'll try and feature them on the uh next episode yeah, see factoid. you know get, get some get some shout outs going for some participation yes sir max let's try and bring this together okay i again i'm gonna try and push for you to talk about horses this entire time mm-hmm. where are we going next <laughs> So let's talk about let's talk about some hoof bling. What? Let's talk about how you can ice out your horse's hooves, bro. Oh. We're gonna change the game right now. Is okay? is this like Amish Listen, pimp my ride? If you put some wingtips on a fucking thoroughbred, bro. <coughs> yeah, we're both sick. Uh, you gonna be, bro? You're balling. If you got some, think about that. Your horse's hooves are like iced out, just like fucking just shine. Just walking down the pavement like click 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 instead of that clack 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 when a horse walks. So so hear me out, right? Jebediah is looking to slip into Catherine's pantyhose. Okay. And he's like, "Ao, Father Martin, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some some ice on my on <laughs> on, on on trusty old Stanley's hooves." So so Father Martin goes into the back of the church and pulls out some old like golden rosaries, melts those down. <laughs> And starts dressing up these hooves so it has a mani petty. Big facts. Then you gotta throw a chain around your horse's neck. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not just the hooves. It, no, it, it's, no, it's, it's the it's chain. It's gotta be a whole. Then you gotta have like a leopard as your saddle. <laughs> and, and then can you like braid the hair too? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Give it a grill. It has to have a grill. Oh, that's true. Horses have big ass teeth too. Yeah. So, so big ass grill. Instead of blinders, get some shutter shades. Yeah, hands down. Yep. And then Jebediah goes, oh, thanks, Father Martin. Hops on his horse. And that's. Exactly. He, he, he waddles over to, to Catherine and he's like, m'lady. And he, as he walks away from his horse, he points a five at it. And the horse, the horse goes, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> the horse just sits there because he's got Parkinson's on. <laughs> and, uh, and Catherine's like, oh, my Jebediah. Look at that fine ass horse you have. Big facts. Look at the size of its big brass balls. <laughs> oh my god, we forgot about dog. Hey. Okay, no, 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 no. We're gonna have Peter on our cheeks if we talk about casting iron over a horse's nuts. <laughs> That's not where I was going with that. Okay, I was talking about you gotta ice that out too. <laughs> I, I think we have to keep this safe for Spotify. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So every horse should wear a jock strap. <laughs> Or like compression shorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh okay. God. Know what that makes me think of? You know those those memes where it's like if a horse were to wear pants, would it wear it like this or like this? I think it's a dog, but okay. Well, it's also a horse. Quit anyway, pushing your agenda. Get to the point. <laughs> that's what it makes me think of. That's it. Oh, okay. Would it, would it wear compression shorts? It would like wear compression the- shorts like over. Like it would have to like go like up its back kind of halfway, like up okay. to the leopard. Okay. And then like once that's, you're good. Okay. So so so, so back to our scenario, right? So like think about this: if you okay, have if your horse has some white and black Air Force One hooves on, yeah. So like instead of like hooves, it's basically wearing fucking shoes. Okay. They're just designed to for the horse's feet. They, 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 they like go over. Yeah. You could put some uh, some of those like leg sleeves, like NBA players yeah. have on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? with, with Nike swooshes. You know? some, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the compression shorts got to be Nike too. They should be white also. Okay. And then you just got to go with the silver for everything because it's gonna match the rest of it. Yeah. You can't get the gold, mm-hmm. so it's got to be silver. Okay. Or platinum. Yeah. And then you just your horse is shining. And so so Catherine's like, oh my Jebediah, look at this fine ass horse. Mm-hmm. It's got that drip. Right. Uh, let let me ask my father for your hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how it works. That's, and that's, then, that's how Pimp My Horse looks. <laughs> and then in the Amish community, there will be those dudes who are like people with Honda Civics who try and like tune them up. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a donkey wearing bands. <laughs> And they got you, you, you got the donkey in and vans. Then, so you got the donkey in the vans and then you gotta add like the donkey's gotta have like a like a speaker on its back that makes horse sounds. <laughs> like how they put the muffler on the yeah. Honda, so they're like <laughs> I, th- I think the icing on the cake is instead of like a leopard skin saddle, it's just like a rug. Just, just like like an old oriental floor mat that's draped what over about the some dude's sweatshirt like tied around <laughs> it by the sleeves <laughs> the horse's name is eric <laughs> god eric aren't you jealous oh my god yeah absolutely that that would be like the ricer of the uh of the whole like horse community <laughs> got a spoiler on the horse right and then like the guy has like smacked the horse every time it's like yeah <laughs> oh, shut up dude <laughs> You're a fucking horse, bro. You, you gotta sell Quit it. Quit being though. an ass. <laughs> God damn, is this what we really think of the Amish? I dog, I have no idea how that. You remember Amish Mafia or whatever that show no, was called? No, I hold on. I've heard of it, okay, but I don't know right, anything right, about it. Was it. Literally, like they would just film these dudes who would like go around. They'd be like, "Hey, dog, motherfucker, selling honey for too much." <laughs> <laughs> So, so my boy Job would go over there with the, with the pitchfork. I'm sorry, in his little one man carriage. I'm sorry, you can't talk about you can't talk about someone being hard as fuck. And his name is Job. It's like a gangster's name being oh, like like Greg. Like Job, Jebediah, like Abraham. All right, so 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 Job's in the buggy. Anyway, he's got, so Job rides over there on this buggy. He's like, "Hey, dog, you gotta lower the price of this honey, or we are gonna have some problems." <laughs> and they're always like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and they always like meet up in this abandoned barn in the basement, uh-huh. and like the priest is in on it all. <laughs> the priest is in on it all. <laughs> what's the priest gonna do? <laughs> what's what's his role here? <laughs> I think he's in it <laughs> to get away with whatever he wants to get away with. So, so, so the he priest- just like sanctions everything. They're like, hey, we know this ain't right with God, but it's got to be done. And he'll be like, I. Right. He's like, hey, I'll make sure God looks the other way while you kick Job's right. ass. Yeah, the priest is like, get his ass, Lee. So he, he's like, he's kind of like a glorified, like divine right Godfather. Something, yeah, Gosh. yeah, like a kingpin type dude. God, this, I, I, reality television. Dude, though. Amish Mafia was like, it was total horse shit, but it was fucking funny. Horseshit! Oh, wow! How we come full circle? Yeah, <laughs> I I think I think that that's absolutely incredible that we've we've given airtime to stuff like this. Yeah, I also think it says a lot about Dude, us. Last time we talked about Scooby Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, see, oh my God! So this has become a a, a pop culture TV based podcast. Absolutely about horses. Indeed. This is disgusting. I want off. Dude, did you ever watch the movie? I think it's called like Mustang. No. No. It's like a like a children's movie. Nope. I think it was like a uh what's the movie company with the mountain and it goes like Like uh Paramount? Yeah, Paramount. That's what it is. is it, yeah, I think it might be Paramount. Maybe? Yeah, 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 definitely. And so I think it was like a Paramount movie and basically it's about this horse who's mm-hmm. like wild. And then he gets domesticated by some farmers. Okay. And then he gets like, I think like General Custer <laughs> like takes him. To, so it goes to real. Con- him as a war horse. It goes real Confederate real quick. <laughs> general Custer's a, a, a Union general. Bro. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, actually not even, he wasn't alive. I don't think during the Civil War. Regardless, uh, General Custer... Then proceeds to, uh, or like, I guess the horse breaks loose or something. Then he joins up with the Native Americans. And okay. I think he like wins. He, he wins? <laughs> what do you mean the horse wins? <laughs> Was he playing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh with the Native Americans? No, I, I'm pretty sure the horse is a part of General Custer's, uh, what's the, what's the famous uh, event called? It's like General Custer's slaughter or something when like General Custer gets slaughtered by like the Cherokee Nation. 
What? You're, you're the history guy, dude. You're supposed to be telling me this dude, stuff. I don't know American history at all, but I'm pretty sure General Custer. Oh, Little, little Big Horn. Okay. You oh, know, yeah. That's okay. where Custer and all his boys get surrounded. It's just boom, 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 boom. And the horse is like, the, all right. The horse is like, we got your ass, bitch. <laughs> The horse, the horse gets wronged by Custer, and he's like, "Fuck y'all, horse mafia, bitch." <laughs> he takes off. He gets he gets people together. I'm pretty sure he works with other horses too, and he just goes crazy on the ass. So, so this is episode two of what the fuck did Max grow up on? <laughs> Speaking of, I, I did remember a, a fun fact about horse. I've been trying to save it, but we're about halfway through the podcast, so I have to bring it up now. Okay. Did I ever tell you? I think it's been mitigated now, mm-hmm. so it's more of a general distrust. Right. As a kid, I had a, a deadly fear of horses. Why is that? You're laughing before I could even tell the story. I'm sorry. It's just you. Of course, you have a fear of horses. What do you mean? Of course, I have a fear of horses. Just because anything that's like large around you, if it like stops, you're like, <gasps> you're like. So like you. Yeah. Or like. If Mason's around or like whoever, if like any like large person is around and they make a sudden movement, you like tense up. Yeah. Okay, that might be right. But but hear me you got out. Like right? a meerkat reaction. Yeah. That, okay. You know. Anyway, so <laughs> so a, as a kid, th- this is like one of those memories you have when like you're really young. You, you can't really date yourself, but you know it's like a like a young memory. So this must have been like elementary school or younger, right? For sure. Uh, I was invited to to someone's birthday party. Right. And the birthday party location was like the small trail. And they had one horse. And they would, like one or two horses. And they'd put you on the horse. Yeah. And a guide, again, this this wasn't even like a a full-size horse. This was like a kitty horse, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like like a glorified pony. Yeah. And they'd put you on this horse. It's and they grab the the lead of the horse and okay. walk you around this trail. Right. And kids were shitting their pants. Like this is awesome, dog. Look at me walking this circle. Right. Like yeah. this is this is the bee's knees. Yeah. Everyone who's waiting their turns, like playing games at okay. camp. You know, it's going great. So I, I go around my loop. And at the tail end of the loop, I can see the party. Right. You know, I can see my my, my folks back there. You know, yeah. everyone's chilling. Everyone's good. Right. <laughs> and then disaster struck. <laughs> So, so the uh, so, so so we're riding right, and all of a sudden, I feel the ho- the horse. <laughs> it, it made the bodily equivalent I'm of not like. Ready for this. <laughs> the horse made the bodily equivalent of like the the. All right, hold up, sound effect, and you're like, you know when horses panic and they go like straight up. <laughs> <laughs> So so, 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 so the horse. What direction did you go? Well, I stayed on the horse because, because again, I weighed like fifty pounds, right? I had like my my feet inside the the reins. Oh my god! The, the horse entered go mode. <laughs> it got the golden mushrooms. It, it, it went like like bloop bloop bloop, and it's like, and you start hearing like the Mario song. It's like do 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 do, and, and so it went up, right? And the person holding the rein that's supposed to control the horse went fuck this, <laughs> and, it, and and they backed up, and, and the horse realized, oh shit, I'm he's, free. No no, he's like he's still on my back. So what I'm gonna do is spin around this circle. <laughs> And so I can only imagine the experience, like the, this would only happen to you. The, the the equivalent of like being inside like the washing machine on like like the speed cycle, <laughs> like the world was just like a blur, right? So when you're on a horse, you get like this like little mountain between your legs you can like hold on to, and then you're like your feet are in the reins. One of my my feet, like I was holding on to that mount for fucking dear life, right? Right. And my shoes. Like, one of my shoes flew off, hit a tree on the ground, right? My foot's loose, my other foot gets loose, and then all of a sudden, everything goes black. So I can only assume I flew off the horse okay, uh, and hit something. And I remember waking up, like, in my dad's arms. I'm like, what the, what, what the hell what the hell's going on here, right? And that motherfucking horse is inside a little crate. <laughs> like, he's in, like, timeout. I'm like, motherfucker! I'm like, put him in timeout. I'm like, dude! This horse should be put down. 
I'm like, you can't just give this horse a time In that out. that moment, like, if they had handed you a rifle and said, you can do it yourself, <laughs> you going over there? I would have been like, listen here, you ain't a blue ribbon horse. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. To say Charlotte's Web, you not getting the benefit of the doubt. My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> my disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. I, uh, but no, and, and then ever since then, right? Like, whenever there was a horse, like, there, there were times where my family would go up to, like, Lake Geneva. Yeah. And the place that we were at was right nearby, like, a farm. Right. So you could, like, go and, like, you can get carrots. You can, like, feed the horses through the fence, right? Mm -hmm. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, the horse can eat an apple or a carrot out of my hand. I'm like, why are you feeding the terrorists? <laughs> I'm like, this isn't, this isn't right. You know what they did to me? I'm like, I wouldn't trust them. And, and so... Again, I, I want I wanted to save it for at least halfway through the <laughs> podcast because I didn't want I didn't want you to judge me. I didn't want you. I don't want your perspective on me to change now. Listen, listen. I'm just I can't get this image out of my head of your dad and your mom like sitting on a park bench. You had like disappeared into the woods. They see you coming out on the trail. <laughs> yeah, go on. You look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you press like the big red button in like a cartoon. <laughs> My dad just had to watch what? The horse put me on spin cycle. This pony just just manhandles you. <laughs> it's not like the, the horse pinned me down. It's like throwing like right hooks at me on the ground. Oh my the God. horse just spun. <laughs> this horse just throws his son. From its back. And then his son blacks out. So he has to like quickly get up from this park bench. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then he runs over there. And your bitch ass fell like two feet from a horse and you blacked out. <laughs> it's like two feet. And you blacked out. Okay, that was one of two times I've ever blacked out in my life. Oh, my God. Do you want to hear the other? Yes. Wow, that was, you were a little bit too excited to, to hear the other one. I'm going to tell you anyway, anyway right? So, as, as, as again, young kid, probably around the same age, right? Right. I was hanging out with, with one of my friends at the time. Uh, he, he was kind of like this heavier set kid. Like, not many people talked to him because uh, his, like, his family life wasn't like – it didn't seem like he was just in the best spot. He wasn't doing well in school. Kind of smelled uh, – remind, remind me a lot of myself. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're hanging out, right? Him, him and his dad uh, and I all like had ridden our bikes to the park. Yeah. Was this kid's name Jasper? No. It was not Jasper. Okay. Not Jasper. Uh, so, so we go to this park, right? And there's a big old sled hill. And uh, we're on our bikes. And, and the guy's name was Perry, right? Okay. Like The platypus. No, the, the big boy. Uh, <laughs> so, so Perry the big boy walks his bike up the sled hill. He's like, hey, come on. Like, like, let's go up and down sled hill, right? Yeah. You know, I'm like, fine. You know, not the best idea. My good boy senses are going off, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, bad behavior detected. Like, little bitch boy is, is going to get in trouble. Right. I know we shouldn't be doing this, but his dad's over by the park bench, like, on his phone, like, mm -hmm. not paying attention, right? Right. So, we, we were walking up the sled hill. And I look up, and you can see that it's starting to rain just a little bit, too. So, we're going to be going home soon. So, we have, you know, just a run or two. It's no, no big deal. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we... He, he goes down the sled hill first, right? And his feet are off the pedals. He's just going, right? And, mm -hmm. and he, you know, has, has, he's on his bike. He goes down the hill. He's like, whoa, that's awesome. Now you go, right? So I hop on, I hop on my bike and I, I went and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm going too fast. I'm like halfway down the hill. I'm like, okay, like, like this isn't good. The wheel's wobbling. I'm going too fast. So my, my smart ass goes, all right, handbrake. And <laughs> you flip over the handlebars. For those of you who aren't aware, when you brake on a bike using the handlebar, it only breaks the front tire, depending on the bike. And so your boy went <laughs> ass overhead and blacked out. And I remember waking up, you right? Fell like two feet again. <laughs> anyway, I remember waking up, right? I'm covered in mud. Oh my God. I'm like 
Perry's just sitting there like, I, oh, thank God, he's finally awake. Dad, let's go home now. Right. Uh, like, no concern, right? Like, his dad just looked over like I had just been playing in the mud like a fucking pig, right? Right, yeah. Like, like okay, they're just kids. And we, like, went home. And I, I just remember hopping in the shower, like, just full of just, like, wow. I'm disappointed in myself. Like, like not, like, sadness. Not, you like... Home, you were like, fuck Perry, bro. <laughs> didn't hang out with him again, by the way. <laughs> like, ne- never hung out with him after that. But... That's the only other time I've ever, like, gotten, like, my ass beat so hard by myself or by a horse that I've had to black out. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, and I know that, like, people who, you know, maybe play sports have done it, like, a lot more, especially football, you know. Blacking out? Yeah. Like, you know, like, you get hit really hard. You have, like, concussion and shit like that. And there's, like, a couple seconds you just kind of count for, right? Facts. Yes. But, like, again, I never really played contact sports much as a kid. Didn't play many sports yeah but, like i wasn't good either so like i wasn't getting hit hard yeah but uh no like like the moments that that happened were just horse moments right. or bike moments you know i uh yeah i don't remember a lot of my childhood so it's kind of like one big blackout okay i remember like so you got hit a lot like my i'm trying to send my dad to jail bro no, no i'm not <laughs> saying the same about your dad i'm saying just on the football field or I, something, uh, you know? so as a kid I mean, like, I don't, like, my parents would be like, do you remember this? This was, like, a really big moment in your childhood. I'm like, not at all. I'm like, but I do remember the time that we went over to that bridge and buried our hermit crabs. What? (laughs) Like, I have, like, very, like, scarce memories, and they're, like, memories of very odd things. Okay. And, and And so it's, like, burying hermit crabs? Yeah. Like, I remember we got these hermit crabs in Maryland when we were there. Uh huh. In this place called Ocean City. And Mm -hmm. then we took them back to Michigan, and we had them for a while. And then they, like, stopped moving. And for a while it was hard because we couldn't, like, find them because their shells were surrounded by other shells. Yeah, yeah, because so, you're supposed to have multiple so shells in the So you just know that cage. one of them has a corpse in it and you can't tell which one. It's like, you know, the game where you have, like, the ball under one of the cups and you shuffle around the cups? Pretty much, yeah. But, like, a whole thing full of shells. Yeah. So, basically, that was kind of awkward. So, like, finally when we were able to identify the bodies, we, uh... We took him over to the bridge, and uh, my mom was like, I remember, she was like, say a prayer for your crab. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we, like, I think, like, my brother, like, very sadly, like, kind of, like, emptied out his cage into there. And I think I, like, grabbed him out and, like, threw him, like, a baseball (laughs) throw (laughs) out into the creek. Like, fuck this crab. (laughs) I was, like, four, I think. Uh Uh-huh. But, like. Yeah, like, I remember that for some reason. Mm-hmm. No idea why. You, if, if, if you want to hear, again, somewhat similar, it, I actually do involve, like, one of my early childhood <laughs> memories involves the death of an animal. Oh, actually, Jesus. several animals. Oh, uh, my sister commi- cemetery. My, my sister committed a small fish genocide at one point. <laughs> what? Yeah, so, so as, as kids, we were really fond of fish, right? So we'd have, like, a fish tank, and each kid would pick out one fish or two to put inside the tank. You'd call it, like, your own, right? Okay. So, like, you know, we'd go to PetSmart, we'd walk up and down, and he's like, oh, this fish looks the coolest. She you know? got the piranha, didn't she? No, no. I, everyone's fish got along, right? Because, like, we made sure that all the fish were, like, you know, cohesive, right? Yeah. Uh, so one day, you know, she must have been like young, like probably two or three, right? Okay. Well, we were hanging out eating breakfast, right? And uh, my dad's like, "All right, who fed who fed the fish?" Mm-hmm. Like you know, because like each day we'd walk over, we'd pick, take a little pinch of, of fish food. Yeah. Feed the fish, you know, like acting like a good adult, right? As yeah, we yeah. were. This is a responsibility thing. So my little sister's like, "I fed the fish today." We look over at the fish tank, and there's a <laughs> chocolate glazed munchkin. Hanging out at the top of the, the tank. A chocolate glazed munchkin. Yeah, like, like a Dunkin' Munchkin. What's a Dunkin' Munchkin? Oh, I forgot you guys don't have Dunkin' Donuts around here. No, we have Dunkin' Donuts here. But okay. what the hell is a Dunkin' Munchkin? It's like a donut hole. It's like a Timbit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it's like a small donut ball. It's like glazed on the outside. And it's just floating up there. And the water is like smoky, murky. And some of the fish aren't moving. <laughs> And let me tell you what. The fish at the bottom of the tank are like, gas! <laughs> like, like, you let her do this to us. <laughs> and, and let me tell you what. The thing that pissed me off the most is, is as a young kid, I didn't get along with my brother half the time. Yeah. Right? Like, our relationship's really cool now. But my brother's fish was the only fish that survived. And watching that be the only fish in the tank for a couple of weeks so we got new fish That's was haunting. infuriating. Yeah. Like, this fish is like has the biggest dick energy. He's like, y'all died, but <laughs> I'm still here. You guys, you guys are- You boy getting fed big time. Like, I get all your food. 
Uh, and my brother's like, you know, gets to feed him every day. It's like his fish or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, listen here, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, you don't deserve this. You're the victor of the war. But that doesn't mean the reinforcements won't be coming. Oh, my God. It was it was maddening, dude. And that's, again, that's one of the, it's, like, it's stupid how you remember, like, small bits of your childhood. Yeah. Uh, probably trauma-related, considering I remember all the times I've blacked out and my fish died and shit. Right. But still, it's a bunch of fun, at least. Dude, there's this, I have, here's another one that I have, just, like, a random memory. I remember I was really young. My mom took me to this place. I think it's called, like, Cafe Royale or okay. something like that. Okay. It's, like, a, they're, like, these kind of, like, hole-in-the-wall cafe spots in yeah. uh, Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like a, a dark place in there, you know, like not a lot of lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a really chill place, mostly for students. Uh-huh. So my mom takes me in there. I'm pretty young. We walk in and I've never had like coffee type stuff before. Yeah. So she like orders me a hot chocolate, but I didn't know that it was hot. I just heard chocolate. Yeah. So we walk over to the area where she can like put cream and sugar <laughs> in her uh, in her drink. Yeah. <laughs> so... I take like a huge like like half the cup. Yeah. <laughs> and I there are bowls of like, you know, like French vanilla creamer and like sugar and yeah. splenda. And I spit out like half of this cup all over all of it in front of like ten college kids. Uh-huh. My mom like covers my mouth like halfway through me spitting it on everything. Uh-huh. And I just remember her just leaving everything there and just rushing out of the cafe with me. She's like, I can't be seen here with my bastard child. She said she wouldn't take me anywhere as a kid because I would always, like, fuck up. <laughs> like, she, she, we went to... Did your mom ever hit you with, like, a wooden spoon? Not a wooden spoon, no. All right. So, like... I think that's a, that's a Puerto Rican thing. <laughs> anyway, she, uh... So basically, she used to like discipline us with these wooden spoons. Yeah, Damn boys hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one day she has me in the cart at uh, I think like Target. Okay, and she's going down the cooking aisle. Mm-hmm. There's it's like very saturated aisle. Like there's a lot of other people in there. Yeah, and I point at the spoons. I go, look, my training spoons. <laughs> she, Dude, she has to like wheel me out. Like, leave everything in the store. Just pick me up and walk out so she doesn't get arrested. The child services are coming. <laughs> oh, my. That's incredible, dude. Yeah. I've got... I could go all day with these stories of, like, just me just doing, like, the wildest thing. I When I was, like, three, I ripped a door off the hinges in our house. What? As a three-year-old? <laughs> yeah. It was, like, a, one of those, like, closet, like, bifold doors. Okay. That, okay. That's and easier. And I, like... I like kind of like measured it up i guess and i like shouldered it at the spot where it like connects to the ground and it like flipped out and fell down <laughs> what was the what was the intention we just bored i i think i was angry oh, okay <laughs> and then uh what is it i have another like vivid vision or uh vivid memory of uh walking up behind my brother but this one's weird because I think it was like around the time that I was learning how to walk. Okay. Because I remember kind of like chimpanzee walking over. Yeah. And he's on the step stool washing his hands. He's two years older than me. Uh-huh. And I went, for some reason, I went up to him and I like, you know what a horse bite is? Yeah. See, I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. The, you know what a horse bite is? Yeah. Where you like, gr- you basically grab the calf muscle and like pull it away from the fibula. Yeah. And uh, so I do that and he like screams and like water flies in the air and he like collapses down off of this step stool Uh and like my mom comes in and just like starts like just like going off just like just because it's like what is it now yeah like what what have you done you know Uh uh-huh i remember one time coming back from camping trip in ohio Mm -hmm. i was like my parents like got me like a like a utility knife for the yeah. car, like a seatbelt cutter and a glass breaker and all that. Gotcha. So of course my dumb ass is tapping the glass breaker on the glass. Dude, there's no way. <laughs> on the ride home. Oh, okay, listen, you're you're like the the uh, red haired girl from Finding Nemo, like tapping the glass of the tank, like you like. No, but it wasn't like I wasn't doing it like as like a sadist. I was doing it like out of like curiosity. Okay. You know. You're like, wow, I really wonder. I just always wanted to see what would happen if I was to do something. If something that's called a glass breaker were to touch glass, you're like, oh, shit, maybe it'll make a dragon. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, so, like, 
just like testing things out uh-huh. generally I ended up with like my parents being like, what the fuck, bro? Mm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But. All right. Can I tell that one last one? We'll, Hell we'll, yeah. we'll wrap stuff up, right? Yeah, yeah. I know we're talking about horses, but I, th- I think childhood memories has to be a good one, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of people, when they start going towards college, people start talking about it being like a sad part of your life. Like mm-hmm. it's both the best and the worst time of your life. Right. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. like my boss before I got to college was like, Hey, like when you get to school, you like, you're going to find yourself alone in the stairwell crying over like a tuna sandwich. What and, like, the fuck? And she, she's like, like, you're not going to know where to go from there. It's going to suck. But everyone has that moment, right? Everyone finds that breaking point. Jesus. Uh, and, and like, she, she's like a, like a very like tough love kind was of boss. Right. Yeah, ever, yeah, I had I had a breakdown moment, not to a sandwich, but like you know, oh, okay. just in general. Was it like chicken salad? No, dude, I'm not I'm not a big sandwich guy. Anyway, right? D- don't don't derail me here. Uh, that this isn't one of those moments. This is the total opposite direction. I think I hit my low point in my life really young. Okay. And and I don't know As why you were falling from that horse. No, th- this was probably a, a little bit after, right? And uh, <coughs> it actually it actually goes back to the guy that Perry guy I was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. This is back in the era of Club Penguin. Okay. So so first of all, F's in chat for Club Penguin. Rest in peace, Club Penguin. Uh, they shut down the servers. No longer exists. Right. Uh, but back in the day, that shit was hot. Back in the club. You know, like like I never got that membership, but yep. Let me tell you, you know, I was rocking that minecart surfing stuff, right? And I'd be playing with my friends, <laughs> and what I would do, right, is I'd sit in the basement of my yeah. house on like this laptop my parents had. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would take the house phone and call up my friend right. and talk to him over the house phone. That's how old school gaming was, right? Right. Especially when you're a kid, you just have the house number. You say, hey, can I talk to Perry? You sit down, put that bitch on speaker and you get on the same server. Right. And, and you just start going, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at this particular time, right? I think my parents had, had said like, hey, you know, we're going to step out for a little bit. We're going we're gonna to go out to like grab some groceries, whatever. Yeah. We'll be back in half an hour. I'm like, cool. So I'm playing, I'm playing Club Penguin, right? And I'm getting really into it. And my stomach starts getting the, the, the grumblies, right? Yeah, so, 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 so n- nothing's agreeing with me, right? And uh, I'm like, fuck it, you know, like, I could say, hey, I'll be right back. But, you know, I want to keep playing. Like, right. my parents get home. Like, like this like, my computer time. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to fuck this up. Like, I'm home alone. Right. Let, let, let's, let's get this bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, th- this is probably my earliest moment of shame. I, t- I, took a, I took a gamble on a risky fart. Oh, no. And let me tell you what. He shit himself. Shitting your pants is embarrassing as it is. Mm-hmm. Having to walk up a flight of stairs as a kid with with with, <laughs> with, with shit in your pants is, is, is the worst experience in the world. Whoa. And this is how the conversation went when I realized I had done I had done myself bad. Yeah. I went, hey, hey, Perry. Yeah. I'll be right back. I'm, my mom's calling me. And then it was. Squish, 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 squish. Oh, no. And I just left him on speaker in my basement. And, uh, I, you know, you, you take care of business. I came back. I'm like, okay, everything's cool now. Right. I'm like, but I have to go. And I'm like, I remember being just as a kid, like trying to hide everything really, really badly, right? Yeah. But as a kid, you know, you don't learn how to work the washing machine. So I'm okay. like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Toss next to the washing machine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was panicked, dude. It's like I knew it was go time. I'm like, I'm like, Whoa. I have to act. You get put in a corner. I'm like, oh shit, man. I have to do something here. I don't want my parents to find out that I shat my pants when oh they were gone because I was playing club penguin. When really, like, they wouldn't care that much. Oh no, they wouldn't have cared. I mean, right. they would have been like, okay, what the fuck, you're an idiot. <laughs> but like, I'm like, okay, I you want. You would have been like, Dad, I took a chance on a risky fart. He would have been like, that's my boy, <laughs> just something like that. But but in my head, the fear was like, I'm gonna lose club penguin because like. In my mind, this club penguin makes me shit was... my pants. <laughs> In a mother's mind, th- th- that's just how this thing works. And like, I was afraid as a kid, so there's my moment of shame. And honestly, I don't think I've ever been at a lower point in my life than that moment. Because wow. there was probably a good two minutes where, I, like, I'm like, "What the fuck do I do? <laughs> my parents are gonna be home in like five, ten minutes. <laughs> I ha- I have shit in my pants. Perry's on the phone in the basement. My computer time's running out." Oh my god. Like like I don't know I don't know how to work the washing machine. Life is so much more complex now, but in that moment you were like, Oh my god, this is sensory overload. I, I've I've like it's like when you're playing like Call of Duty and like you bump up the difficulty to like extreme because you're yeah. like, Oh the game's too easy, like let's see what this is like. Right. And all of the enemies can shoot through walls <laughs> and you just sit there like, Oh shit. 
Well, I didn't know that they could teleport grenades inside my ass. Right. You know, and, and, and just everything's hitting you and you don't know what to do. And you're like, okay, pause game, back down to normal. All right, let's do this, right? Right. Like, yeah. like I didn't want to try it difficult anyway. Yeah. That, that's how I felt. I felt like those like two minutes before you get your ass beat in like the hardest difficulty. Right. On Call of Duty. Mm. And that's it. Can we talk about the relationship between, uh, let's see, pay-to-play gaming and uh, the proletariat bourgeoisie duality? Does this involve a horse? <laughs> it I'm real, I'm it real. can. So let's... Wait, 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 wait listen. Is this, is this a 10-minute discussion about a horse? No, this is real quick. Let's go for it. All right, so let's pretend that there's, instead of Club Penguin, it's Club Caballo. <laughs> and it's, it's just horses, right? Okay. But like you got like the people who were like the rich kids who got like their horses are like iced out. Yeah, they, don't lie. Your penguins were iced out back in the day. Oh, you goddamn right. If you had the membership, though. right? Exactly. You got the puffle. Otherwise, there. you had like a light blue puffle. Yeah. And you only had one or, or a red one. Those dudes who pulled up who had like like all the black and like the silver puffles. Yeah, they were like wheeling dealing penguin right. bitches. Yeah, exactly. So like all them bland ass penguins wanted to be around those dudes. Yeah, but like. Anyways, like, that's just, I mean, if you think about it, that's what Karl Marx was talking about. <laughs> now, please elaborate. <laughs> I, uh, I recently had to read the Communist Manifesto for a class. <laughs> and so now you're like, motherfucker, this I reminds me of I see it everywhere now, and it kind of bothers me. <laughs> I'm in, like, family fair. Or no, just like... Which is, like, essentially, like, a small Walmart. And, like, yeah. I'm in there, like, just, like, thinking about, like, these proletariat fucks. <laughs> like, you know? Just, like, they're running shit. And, like, or no, no, the bourgeoisie, these bourgeoisie fucks. They're running shit. And we just got to sit here in line and pay for, like, a bag of peanut M&Ms or, like, you know, like, like some a, chicken or whatever. A disgusting slug. I know. Just, like, just, like, sardines. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, no, and, and, I, I need to get that out of my head because I do see it everywhere that I go now and it really bugs me. You're sitting there taking this shit. You're like, each square on this toilet paper roll is like an individual plot of land yep. that could be evenly distributed between my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry we had to go there. But it's spectacular that in this new studio, we can talk about whatever we want without Absolutely, judgment. Absolutely, yes. Or as in the old studio, there could be someone next door like, what the fuck are these guys doing? <laughs> It's nice that we get to avoid that at the High end key. of the day. Yes, very much so. I think that we need to start reeling some stuff in. But I would like to give a, a quick shout out, if you don't mind. The intention was to do a, a Twitter-based podcast. And I'd like to uh, you know, mention one of our viewers that sent us an idea over the summer that we didn't have a chance to get to because you know we weren't around. Okay. Uh, and maybe we can do a speed like five-minute discussion on it, if, if you don't mind. Great. You have no choice. Well, what do we discuss? Are we talking about Twitter? No, no, we're not talking about Twitter, but just an idea sent to us on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Gotta watch them tweets. The tweets fucking loaded. Is that the uh, is that the theme song? For Twitter? Yeah, for Twitter time? I mean, it could be. All right, so, so, so this, is, uh, this is kind of one of the ideas, right? Uh, the, the, the viewer asked, and I'll just kind of read some of the message. Okay. Uh, talking about societal and kind of cultural changes in okay. general this, this is gonna be a little bit deeper all right but like do we ever think about how quickly or slowly like massive change happens in society so like for example like how long people like come to accept like the lgbt community you know mm. whereas like as little as 20 years ago like all this progress has happened and this, yeah. this has happened for like ideologies too like right. again communism you know like the rise and fall how quickly that lived how quickly it was accepted you know uh, I think that the, uh, the other things that, that we can talk about too, uh, things about like the civil war and the emancipation of slaves, uh, people being racist, like how, how things become normalized, you know, where it's like back in the day, it was a radical change to emancipate all the slaves, but now it's just like, okay, cool. Slavery sucks. Well, that's an easy one. Um, that's an easy one. To, to just like real quick explain like how that can get reinforced. Just think about it on like the most basic psychological level. Uh, you're in a room with a hundred people, mm -hmm. 98 of them look like you talk like you are from the same place as you, two yeah. of them are not. And mm -hmm. then like 30 people start making fun of those two people. The other 
the other 60 people are going to very quickly just like hop on along with that. Yeah. Cause like mob mentality. Right. Know? Exactly. So when in the United States you have like, I mean, back in its origins, a huge white country mm-hmm. and like a very small group of minorities. Yeah. Then basically you're going to end up in a situation where that, that's going to be like enforced yeah. through group activities and stuff like that. And then it'll become ingrained in law and all that other kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, then reinforced by society. Yeah, yeah. That's like the cliff notes on like basically how that works. But like, I mean, I, I how think, I think it works, I guess. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not going to claim to know the answer to that, but like that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I, I think that like the... I mean, we, we can still kind of compare, and, and this is a larger kind of social justice-based talk, where, mm-hmm. like, if we talk about the emancipation of slavery, there still are certain freedoms and discrimination happening against that type of population, right. the African-American population. But, for example, the other thing, too, is that, like, that happened over the course of, you know, I mean, you could still say it's in progress, but, like, I'd say general emancipation, maybe the course of 100 years, give or take. I'm talking, like, 1850 to, like, 1950s. Okay. Uh. So I, I thought I was looking at you for some clarification. Oh, I know I, that you I, know tons I mean, American it's history. still, we still have the convict lease system kind of in yeah. place today. Well, yeah. not in the same way that it used to be with labor, but yeah. like we still like mm-hmm. incarcerate yeah. insane amounts yeah. of African-Americans. So I, I'm saying like Abe Lincoln to MLK, like two like massive pivotal points, right? Uh, I would, I would encourage you to stray away from those thing, trying to point to things as landmarks because that's we try to use things to be landmark events, but things often happen way beyond that, or different things actually cause change. Can we arbitrarily agree on like a hundred years? Yeah, cool. Let's uh, say that. that range. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Give or take twenty. For like you're talking about basically from the time of the emancipation of slaves to mm-hmm. uh, when the Supreme Court started essentially like making decisions. So you could talk about like um, I'm, I'm saying like slavery when schools got integrated. That kind exactly. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just like that, right? Now compare that to the acceptance of LGBT, like that community, mm-hmm. because looking at our parents, they would call and even us, maybe as young kids, calling people gay as an insult, mm-hmm. you know, and then in a few short years, gay marriage is legal. And, you know, yeah. people are like regularly integrating it into school, society, stuff like that. It's very much normalized. Well, I think there's a difference between like actually like not liking gay people and then like using gay as like an insult or a slur yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. Whereas like now it's totally inappropriate and unacceptable. Yeah. But like back in the day it was a slur and stuff. But then like, if you asked like one of, you know, like a person, like, do you actually like care about gay marriage? Do you care if they're able to get married or not? They're like, no, let them get married. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and also the difference with that one is, is like, I'm not trying to get like too like political or like yeah. too like kind of like righteous about this or whatever, but like it's a safe place. Yeah. Well, so basically it takes a hundred years from the emancipation of slaves to the fifties to like, I mean, if we're using your timeline for like to see like some of the progresses that they saw and it takes like a very short amount of time when like once like the LGBTQ community like identifies itself and starts pushing for stuff because it's being led by a certain demographic that's accepted. Yeah, I can see that. I think that it's, again, it's a tough comparison. We can probably make more comparisons if we weren't trying to break this down in like five minutes yeah. come the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But food for thought, you know, consider what other types of demographics or trying to fight for certain rights throughout not even just American history, but world history. Yeah. And how long it took for them to be culturally accepted. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say that, I mean, there's multiple levels. It's a governmental stance. So, you know, maybe making some sort of belief or system legal mm-hmm. that it wasn't legal. Maybe it being just like, okay, this person can be my neighbor now. and I'm totally cool with it. Right. Like, there's a whole bunch of different levels. But I think that it is, there is no rule for how long it takes for something to be normalized in a society. Yeah. It just depends on what type of group it is, what society it's being pushed for. Because again, like if you compare the LGBT strives in America to like that of like Russia or like the Middle East, totally different. Yeah. I mean, it also depends too. Like it depends on what time period you're talking about. Cause like I, you know, like if you're following the Western world narrative of like kind of our world, then like, it's going to be, you know, like, Oh, well we had to wait all this time. Yeah. Whereas like in like ancient Greece or like ancient Rome, it was like, Hey, you want to fuck a dude? Go for it. (laughs) You know? If you want to fucking do it, go for it. 
Yeah. Get on your horse and ride. I was actually saying if you want to fuck a dude, go for it. Oh, that works but, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, horses. And boom, there it is. We come full circle. Uh, <laughs> that, that was the wrap up. Absolutely. I mean, I won't lie. I didn't expect us to get to the hour mark with horses as the, the intro. We talked at least it's half the podcast. The backbone of our... It was, it was intellectual contributions. The steed that carried us into the podcast sunset. Absolutely. Now we're going to ride off into the sunset on our iced out horses. Max, I want you to hop on my horse with me. His name is Pimp Horse. Pimp Horse? Yeah, Pimp Horse. Okay. And, All right, I got to leave mine behind then. His I, name is Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hop on Yes Bear with me. <laughs> and uh, let's ride off into the sunset. And to, to you viewers or listeners, thank you for joining us. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip.